Hello, sweet ones, and welcome to the Soul Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Liz Nerland, and I have created this space to nourish you with guided meditations, to support your healing journey with Reiki practices, and to inspire, lead, and teach developing healers and intuitives. I invite you now to breathe deeply, to open your mind, to expand your heart space, and to call your soul to rise to the surface as you settle in to receive these offerings. Let's get started. I'm going to take you back to late May 2009. In my arms, I held the tiny lifeless body of a sweet baby. His soul had just escaped his body and you could feel it. His body felt more like a shell and the room was thick with spirit. I kissed his forehead and said goodbye for the last time. And I walked out of his room. My sweet ones, today I am going to share the story of how I left nursing, how I had the courage to leave a career I had barely started. I used to work as a registered nurse at the Alberta Children's Hospital. I had quite a lot of student debt. I had only been there for maybe a bit over a year when I knew, when I realized, when I saw the truth that I could not unsee and the truth was I had to leave. And that career path was so close, but not quite my soul work. Mm. So I'll loop back to the beginning. I was working late one night, it would have been mm, maybe February-ish. And as I walked by this one room, I felt a tug at my heart, a pull into this room. And as I peeked in, I saw this sweet little five pound nothing baby lying alone in this big cold hospital room. We had just admitted him to our unit. He had been surrendered at birth by his birth family. See, this little baby was born with hydrocephalus. He had a lot of fluid on his brain, and his prognosis was not good. They knew that he was palliative, that he was not going to overcome this. With the fluid on his brain, he had a drain from the inside of his head out to relieve the fluid buildup, to relieve the pressure, and as such, he would only be clamped or that drain would be clamped twice a day, which meant he could only be picked up twice a day. And that was only if there was someone available to hold him. Well, I felt connected to this little one and I went in any time I could, even if it meant staying late after a 12 hour shift. And I remember that final day, I had a full patient load and his nurse, his primary nurse came up to me and said, He's going to be passing soon. 
if you want to say goodbye, you have to do it now. And I told her, if I go into that room, I won't be able to come back. And being the amazing staff that they were, my colleagues shuffled things around so that my patient load was covered. And I went in. And I held him, this sweet little boy. And he would go through these long periods of not breathing. And I would think he had passed. And then he would gasp and breathe in more. I remember telling him, it's okay. You can let go. And I just sat with him. And for the first time in his life, I took him outside. He actually got to feel sun on his skin, feel the breeze, smell something different than a sterile hospital room. And he hung on for several hours. Now, I stayed with him till probably eight or nine o'clock at night when he finally let go, when he finally passed. And like I said at the start of this episode, it was palpable. You could feel this transition. You could feel the spirit leaving this tiny body and filling the entire room. And just this awe, like how did it ever fit inside this little body? When I came out of his room after I had said goodbye, one of the senior nurses came up to me and said, you know, you can't get so attached or you'll never make it in this job. Instead of feeling defensive, I really saw the spark of truth in, in what she was saying. It was a moment of really realizing that she's right. This job is set up for efficiency. This job is set up to be efficient on time, to be efficient on resources, to put treatment first and humans second. And oh my goodness, she was right. I either had to change who I was and not get so attached, which was out of the question, or I had to leave. You know, it was not actually a hard choice. People think it would be such a hard choice, but it was so clear that my gifts are not in providing a medical intervention. I didn't enjoy that part. I actually hated that part. The meds and the needles and all the things. And I'm not saying there's not a place for that. There is, especially in an acute emergency situation. Like, yes, give me all the things, but it's just not where my talents were. It's not where my gifts were. It's not where my soul calling was. My gifts are in the healing arts. My gifts lie in guiding people back to their humanity, in holding space for people to have a human experience, to feel deeply, to connect with their soul essence, to connect with spirit or source at large. So I will always be that person who stays late to hold a baby that needs human contact. 
I will always be that person that leaves love notes for parents who are doing their best in impossible circumstances. I will always be the person who cares too much, who loves too deeply. And the medical system was not set up to be run by people like me. I hold prayer and hope as a legitimate tool of healing. And I believe at some point we have to leap beyond science because the world of source, the world of spirit, the world of infinite possibility cannot be contained or defined or manipulated or controlled. And that's required for science. So at some point we have to actually expand beyond that. So I work in a way that I can hold space for your humanity, for all of you, the fullness of you, while also reflecting back and reinforcing your divine nature. I will listen to your story. I will feel your pain. I will validate your experience and I will speak to your soul and encourage you to remember your truth. I will pass along any intuitive nudges that I receive, just as I would pass along any objective information in a physical nursing assessment. I don't worry about being right or wrong. I simply pass on what I experience, what I see, what I know, what I feel. And I trust spirit to work through me. So that is my medicine. I know my gifts. I know my place and it was not in that hospital ward so while I wouldn't change those experiences and that training for anything it was exceptionally easy to walk away because I knew that God had other plans for me I knew that I was made for something different not something more not something less just something different and it was at that moment when that nurse came out and told me <laughs> that I couldn't get so attached or I wouldn't make it. Gosh, it was crystal clear. It was so clear I couldn't unsee it. And here I am now, 13 years later, still practicing Reiki, but not in the hospital. Still practicing medicine, but not Western medicine still devoted to health and wellness, but I do this at a point where science and spirit converge, where they come together, where they work synergistically, not to limit what's possible, but to make what is possible absolutely limitless. Thank you so much for listening to my story and I hope that you find something in it that awakens a truth inside of you or maybe gives you a little bit of hope or validation or affirmation mm, take care sweet ones namaste Sweet one, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Soul Medicine Podcast. 
I am excited to announce that I am releasing some Reiki level one and two trainings online. These are self-paced certificate programs. So at the end of these courses, you will be certified in Yusui Reiki level one and or two. I will then be offering a development circle. So for any healers, aspiring healers that want more development, want to turn certificates into thriving practices, uh, this group will be ideal for you. We will do skill development in the healing arts as well as business development. Uh, details of those will be unfolding soon. Best place to catch me and to get more information, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is at Liz Nerland, L-I-Z-N-E-R-L-A-N-D. And I will have all the details dropping there first. So if you are curious, interested, uh, definitely hop onto Instagram. And I would love, love, love to hear from you. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Um, I know your time is so precious and it just really fills my heart to share with you and to know that it is being well received all over the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much love to you, sweet ones.